from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. All right, we are on site, on location with the Wildcat Sports Pub, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. And we are here with the West Genesee Wildcats hockey team. And you can't see them, but they're all, you know, this is like a fire issue. I think right now in this moment. Guys, can you give yourselves a round of applause for West Genesee hockey? Show yourselves some love. You'd be louder than that. Hockey players are louder than that. Get a little bit louder. There it is. All right. So we're here right now with Jacob Kopak as well as Billy Fisher and head coach Frank Calabufo. My name is Dan Tortora, and Wake Up Call is here with you every single month with West Genesee Athletics. So first and foremost, Coach, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. And coach, you're always softer spoken on these microphones. How's, how's life? How's life treating you? Things are good. Things are good? All is well? All is well. Now, well. what can you say about the team so far this season, your takeaways from the team this season? Well, I think... Uh, I'm going to turn you up a little bit. There we go. Here we go. The kids, uh, the kids finished a, a really strong regular season, um, and they put themselves in a position to have home ice here as long as we're alive until we can get to the War Memorial, hopefully. And uh, I feel like we're probably playing our best hockey of the year right now. What would you attribute to the team playing at their best right now in this moment? I just think it's been a lot of hard work from, from the beginning of training camp, like the end of September, um, talking about habits and trying to ingrain the right habits and, and playing through some, you know, playing through some adversity and some sickness and injuries and, and trying to grow the lineup and, and trying to just get, get a, it sounds cliche, but just get a little better every day and I think we've done that. I think we're in a good spot. I'm, I'm excited for the, for the sectionals. All right, Jacob, how would you describe this year's team? What what are some words to describe the personality of this year's team? Um, I would say we're a resilient team. I think we've battled back from a couple of tough stretches, and we've really gotten things done when we need to. So you think that there's some resiliency with this team. How did you build that resiliency? Where did it come from? Um, I think just going to work and practice every day. Everybody comes with a great mentality every day. Give 110% in everything we do, and I think we've done a good job of doing that all year. You talk about having a positive mentality. Who is the most positive person on the team, the one that always is uplifting the team, always has something good to say, doesn't matter how any game goes? Who's the person that's always lifting everybody up? Uh, I think our fellow captain, Andrew Schneid. Andrew Schneid. Where's, where's Andrew? Andrew. So why, why do you put it on him? Um, I think he's just a great kind of model for what our team is supposed to portray. I think he does a great job of just doing the little things well every day and really just setting the standard. Andrew's going to come up here in the second part of this live broadcast from the Wildcat Sports Club with West Genesee Hockey. So I'm going to ask him when he's sitting here. So I ask you now, say something good about Andrew. Besides what you already just said, I mean, how would you describe him? Um, Drew is a, he has a high hockey IQ. High hockey IQ. Anything you want to add to that? That's it. Um, I think he does a good job of being in the right place on the ice at all times. All right, fair enough. 
Billy, welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. <laughs> How would you describe this year's team? What would be a word or two that comes to mind for you? Uh, probably just resilient. I'm just going to copy Jake. That was a good one. Resilient? You know, another word? Maybe another way to describe the environment uh, and practice? Probably tough. Tough and resilient. Fair enough. Who's the funniest person on this year's team? Who's got the best comedy? Uh, probably Dylan DeSena. He always cracks me up. Where's Dylan? Where's Dylan? There's Dylan. All right. So why, why, do you guys agree? Is it Dylan? Okay, most people do. Why Dylan? Uh, he's just always got a smile on his face. He's a happy kid. I don't know. He always makes me laugh. What is it about? What does he do to make you laugh? Does he do impressions? Is it ad lib in the moment? Does he remember jokes? What is it? I mean, he's always just kind of there, and he just says things that are funny. In the moment. Yeah. All right, fair enough. What can you say about where the team is at? Do you feel like the best hockey is being played right now? Yeah, I think we got off to a slow start, but we're starting to heat up now at the right time. What would you say attributed to the slow start this year? Uh, we graduated like 12 seniors last year or so, and we got a really young team. So that's probably it. You're a captain on this team. Correct. What does that mean to you? Uh, it means everything to me to be able to lead such a great group of guys. It's been a fun ride so far. Jacob, you're, you're a captain as well. What does that word mean to you, having the C on your chest? What does that mean? Um, I think it just, I don't know, it sets a responsibility for me to, you know, be a good model for my teammates and really show how we're supposed to conduct ourselves on the ice every game, every practice. Coach, these two gentlemen are captains. The other two guys are going to bring up are captains as well. What can you say about the leadership that is here with Jacob and Billy? I think the leadership's outstanding. Um, it's a great group of kids. I think we got a really great group. I think most importantly, it's an inclusive group. So I think that our, our four captains and, and the rest of the senior class, big senior class, um, like the captains before them, go out of their way to, to keep everyone in, in, involved and included and in, in, uh, in part of it. And, um, and, and it's really... We've needed that because uh, we rely on a lot of our young kids here, especially this year, especially jumping in the lineup maybe before they were ready because of injuries and, and illness that we had to get through. When you go through things that are out of your control, injuries and illness, how do you navigate those waters, and what can you say about how the players responded to that this year? I think we just have a set of core values that we try to be true to, and it kind of defines who this, what this program is all about. And I think when you go through that stuff, you just gotta hold on to your values, and you just gotta you just gotta pick each other up, and just keep coming to the rink every day, and giving it your best, and trying to have fun. Billy, what are some of the core values of, of this team? You hear Coach talk about when you go through things you can't control, you go back to the values. What are some of the values? Ah, uh, three hard strides, get above pucks, uh, work hard. Well, those are habits. Well, those are habits. They're, they're also my core values. <laughs> they're your core values. All right. Jacob, what, what would you say are the core values of this year's team? Um, I think we kind of try to stress a perfect effort, not necessarily a perfect performance. I think that's the message we really like to send around the locker room. And I think just um, just really doing the little things and you know committing to the whole team rather than just an individual effort. When you're on the ice with these guys, what are some of your favorite memories this season already? 
everything. I'm going to miss it all. I mean, it's the best going to the rink with the guys every day. Practice, games, whatever it may be. Tully's with the guys. Practice with the guys after early practices. It's all going to be a distant memory soon and not ready for it. What, what's that like for you, knowing that you're, you're obviously playing your best hockey right now, you're excited, there's life, there's a future to this season, but when it comes to an end, it's it's going to be a different ending for you. How are you handling that? I think it sets a little bit of urgency for me, and I would assume for the rest of my seniors, I think we just kind of have this this thing in the back of our mind saying, you know, this is our last chance. You know, if we want to make something of this team over this season, then we really need to put in everything we have right now. Billy, do you feel that sense of urgency as well? Is that on your shoulders at all? Oh, yeah, I feel it as well. I love I love the shortness of that answer. Yes, I feel that as well. <laughs> so, yeah, is he always that concise, Jacob? Yeah. Yeah, that's his way. So, Billy, I, to expand on it a little bit, what does this season mean to you, feeling that sense of urgency? Has it felt different this year? Uh, yeah, it has. Just knowing we came up short the past two years when we could have uh, made it out of the section and just knowing it's my last chance to win. When you know it's your last go-around at it, and that this isn't forever being with these guys, how do you handle that? How do you balance the fact that you're trying to play game by game with the whole background of you're going to go on to a new chapter in your life pretty soon? I mean, I just feel like... Uh, I don't know. I just got to keep working hard and just give it my all to give myself the best chance to win in the end. Coach, how bittersweet is it for you? Because you've had to do this. You know, so many different times you have to say goodbye to players. How do you handle that as a coach? How do you deal with that, knowing that you're in the moment, in the season, trying to get the most out of the players that you have? And in the back of your head, you know, this is more than just a group of guys on the ice. This is a family to you, and you have to say goodbye or see you later at some point. Yeah, it's tough every year, but we talk about that, you know, right from the beginning of training camp. We talk about this previous year and how it ended and 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 at the end of the day it's you know we've won this program has won a lot and and there's been a, there's a lot of banners and there's a lot of championships but at the end of the day that we're not we're not playing for, for just for banners like it, it would be worthless to put in all of this time and energy and work if it was just about hanging a banner you know it's it's about playing for each other and the but the better we, we play, the better chance we have of, of getting to do it one more day. So it's it's just about survive in advance right now and try to run the string out as long as we can until they tell us we can't come to the rink anymore. I asked the guys about you know a memory, and I talked to Jacob about does anything stick out. This season so far, do you have any memories of Jacob or Billy that you kind of can call to mind right off the bat? I mean, the, a, a lot of what I will remember is it, it happens behind closed doors, happens in the office, might happen in the hallway of the rink or the locker room. You know what I mean? Stuff that, that a lot of even the players don't get to see, and certainly the parents don't. There are conversations just that, that I would have with, with these guys or those guys, you know what I mean, individually and privately. and um, Like, those are the things that I'm going to cherish and, and hold hold and remember because like we're talking like there's relations it's all about relationships and a lot of the relationships that you may people may see with me is not just me standing behind them on the bench on game night a lot of the relationships are built 
like I said, in the hallways and, uh, you know, in, in the office behind closed doors, and that's what I'll miss about these guys the most. Billy, how would you describe your relationship with Coach, and what can you say beyond just being a coach Frank Calabufo is for the program? Uh, a tough one. Uh, I know he's been a good role model showing how hard you have to work for the things you want. Just showing that every day that you have to get it done, you can't take a day off. Death by a thousand tiny cuts, really. Death by a thousand tiny cuts. Coach, go into that a little bit deeper. Well, it's, it's not my quote. It's a quote from, uh, I think it was Ken Hitchcock, who was coaching I mean, probably the Dallas Stars at the time he said it. But death by a thousand little cuts. Like, it's just about all the, it's about attention to detail, doing all the little things right. You know what I mean? We're not going to go out there and win a hockey game on one shift. You know, it's 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 doing all the little things right over the course of a hockey game, over the course of a season, and I guess the metaphor would be you kind of just bleed them out, you know, one tiny little cut at a time. Jacob, how would you describe Coach? Um, I think Coach does a good job of kind of organizing a program that does a good job of setting a standard outside the ice rink. So the principles he tries to instill in us. I, I, on the ice and inside the locker room, in the hallway to the office, like he said, is something that we can carry on throughout the rest of our lives and, and really, you know, make good of those lessons. What is the best lesson that Coach has taught you up to this point? Uh, I'll tell a quick story. So uh, okay. one, of the story, one of the stories we, we like to talk about, especially early in the season, is the – so we do a team copper pot, and the story behind it is at 211 degrees – water is just really hot and at 212 it boils and I can run a tree and do a whole lot of stuff and that extra degrees is what makes that difference and I think that's a lesson that I'd like to carry out the rest of my life is giving that extra degree and always going above what's expected. Fair enough. Billy, do you have a special I love how before I even ask the question your eyes told me please don't ask me this question. Do you have a special moment with coach? I can't really think of one at the moment right now. Anything that sticks out about Coach? The way he eats pizza at the Wildcat. The way that he stands next to his own photo. Is there anything that, that sticks out to you here? Uh, when you're not living up to the standard of West Tennessee hockey, he gets on you and makes sure you get back to that. That's really it. What's the standard of West Tennessee hockey? How would you describe it? I mean, giving your all... Doing all the little things right, not playing your way, playing the West Jenny way. What is the West Jenny way to you? Uh, that's a tough question. Uh, I feel like I'm giving them the SATs right now. Uh, just playing simple, fast, physical, not missing a hit, not taking your shit, shift off. Jacob, what would you say? What's the West Jenny way? Um, I think really just, you know giving in your all even when you're not being watched and so you know when you're digging in the corner and the fans can't see what's going on down there there's a big pile you're still working you're still you know doing what you're supposed to do you're, you're checking your guy you're, you're coming off the wall strong and i think yeah. that you know we just do a good job of really instilling this this idea that you know everything you're going to do you're going to do it with 110 percent i like that answer I also like Billy's response when I asked you a question and he got off the hot seat for a second. I heard him go, yes, 
So maybe you could be his translator because you're expanding on his views. Coach, what is the West Genesee way? I think it's an, I think it's attention to detail. I think it's you got to be all in. Yeah. We ask a lot of the kids. Billy's exactly right. Like if you're not living up to the standard, I'm going to get on you. But I'm going to get on you because I know what it's like at the end when they when it's over. I know it's there's tears every year. It doesn't matter. We lose in four overtimes last year in the War Memorial. There's tears. We 2010 we go we go 25 and 0. We win the state championship. There's still tears. Like at the end of the day, you don't get to. This is a very finite thing we get to do together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Hopefully, I'm coming back next year, but it's not going to be with this group. So, I know what it's going to be like in you know whenever whenever they tell us it's over. I know what it's going to be like. Take you know shaking their hands and hugging them and saying goodbye when they pull that jersey off for the last time. I know what that feeling's going to be like, and so. If I don't, and I told them this back in September, if I'm not doing everything I possibly can to give them the chance to win every single game they play and play as long as they possibly can, then I'm letting them down. So if I'm hard on them, it's because I know what lies ahead. And coming from the head coach, Frank Carbufo, before we go into part number two here at the Wildcat Sports Bar, Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, live on location. Every month in West Genesee, the hockey team is here with us today. It's time for Rapid Fire and the true hot seat. I'm excited, Billy. Are you? You ready for this? Extremely excited. Okay. All right. I like it. Coach, my first question is going to go to you. What is the most excited you've ever seen Billy? You know... Fish just has an energy all his own, you know. Like, I, I, I think I think as crazy as it sounds, is I hear Billy come out of their room into my office, and he'll say to them, "Come on, let's go. Time to get better." And then he comes into my office and he grabs the puck bucket, and he's the first one on the ice usually every day, and he's genuinely happy to be at the rink. Billy, I'm going to let you uh, rebuttal this. This will be your first rapid fire. What do you think of that description of you? Uh, I think it's pretty accurate. It's just fun being at the rink every day with the boys and getting out there early. To kind of go off of that a little bit, why is it important for you to grab the pucks and be first? Because uh, I get the ice to myself, and there's nothing more beautiful than an empty sheet of ice at Shove Park. So for you to have, to have that, were you always like that? Do you like having a few moments to yourself on the ice? Yeah, I've been doing that since, like, sophomore year, I think. Fair enough. What made you want to do it? I don't know. I just wanted extra time to work on my skills and whatever. Fair enough. All right, Jacob, my first question for you. We'll go off of hockey here for a second. Are you a Mighty Ducks fan? Did you see those movies or no? Yeah. Okay. The Mighty Ducks are doing a spinoff where they're having an actual new show come out with Emilio Estevez. So the coach is coming back. People are coming back. Would you want to be on the remake or the uh, the continuation of the Mighty Ducks? Would you want to be on the show first? Is my first question for you. Would you want to be on the show? And then secondly, what would you want your special thing to be? Do you have a special play like they had the knuckle puck and all that? Is there something that you'd like to be known for on the show? Uh, uh, I yeah, why not? Let's. I'd be on the show. That would be fun. Okay. But as for special ability. 
How about a really, really good one-timer? Really good. Okay, a really good one-timer. Fair enough. All right, Jacob. Well, I make it fair here, so you guys get to ask me questions as well. What's your first question for me? If you could have one superpower, what would it be? One superpower, what would it be? You know, I, I've said flight and I've said uh, teleportation before, but I would say healing. Now, I'd like the power to be able to just kind of walk up to somebody who has cancer or is fighting some type, any type of pain whatsoever, be able to touch their shoulder, take it away, and then not have it anymore. I think the longer I'm alive, the longer I see people have to go through a lot of hardships and a lot of it has to do with things like cancer. So if I could heal that, I would, without question. Willie, what's your first question for me? Uh, who's your celebrity crush? My celebrity crush. Mm. Wow, that's tough. Who's my celebrity crush? I think I'm going to have to go with Jennifer Anderson. It's been Jennifer Anderson for a long time. So I'd say Jennifer Anderson. All right, Coach, what's your first one for me? All right, if you were going to play a round of golf, yeah. what's, your, uh, what's your foursome? Uh, a round of golf with anybody. Okay, so I would have... I don't like his off-the-golfing world escapades, but I always liked watching him, and he brought me into the sport, so I'd have Tiger there. So I'd have Tiger there for his game. I would have... I'd have David Love the third because I was always a big fan of his, and I would have. I know people would say like, uh, "There's there's a lot of easy ones to say," but there's a guy that I always loved that went too soon, and that's Payne Stewart. So I would have had Payne because I I always want to know what life would be like to sit down with Love, sit down with Payne Stewart, and then Tiger got me into the game. So Absolutely. that would that would be my group. Good. All right, Coach. My my last question for you in this re, in this round would be if you could play on the ice right now with your dream squad, who would be on the ice with you? Huh. Well, I guess I would have to go... I don't know. That's tough. That's tough. I think my children would have to be a part of it okay. at any rate. I, would, I guess I would start with my children. Okay. Your kids. Well, I have five, so yeah. I guess that's it right there. That's it. <laughs> that's how he gets out of the question. Who, would you, who do you consider to be the greatest hockey player of all time? Uh, you know, that's hard to say. I mean, I think the guys that are playing right now, playing the game right now, are probably going to be considered the greatest of all time at some point like it's hard to compare generations but it's it's like when you look at the guys that are playing right now Sidney Crosby and 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 Nathan McKinnon and Connor McDavid and like it's hard to imagine guys skating faster you know being more skilled than the the guys that are playing the game right now did you have a favorite growing up did you have a player whose jersey you always wore I didn't have a jersey I always wore but I think um you know, growing up when we, we, you know, watching Bobby Orr and the Boston Bruins, and I think that, I think that got a lot of the people in my generation attracted to the game. Okay, fair enough, Billy. My second question for you: They're going to make a movie about your life. 
what do they call the movie, and who plays you? He's using a lifeline right now. <laughs> uh, they call the movie Waving Flag. Waving Flag? Yep. Okay. And I'd be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, why well, Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, he's a good-looking dude. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Jacob. My second one for you. You're running out of a burning building. Everybody you know is safe. There's two things you can take out of the building. And let's say it's your house because all your belongings are there. What two belongings do you take? I don't know about this. Uh, probably my Xbox. Okay. Xbox One? Yeah. Okay. I just got one, so, okay. I can go with that. Um, What's your other thing? I don't know. Um, yeah, my Yogi Bo. All right. Fair enough. What's your, what's your last one for me, Jacob? Um. You could take the lead role in any movie ever. What would it be? It's already come out. Yes. Okay. I would take the lead role of The Godfather. I'd do that. Absolutely. Why not? All right, Billy. What's your last one for me? How was your day today? Very good, thank you. <laughs> My days. I've never been asked that question in 17 years of doing this, so appreciate that. How was your day? My day was okay. It was okay. Yeah, yeah, I did. So, what? Do you have another one for me? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Coach, what's your last one for me? Um. What? Uh, so obviously, you have a passion for high school sports, right? Why? It's my community. You know, I, we were talking about this today on the show of why Central New York. I lived in, I was from here. I mean, I was born and raised on the north side. And it was, why did you come back from Orlando? Why would you come back from Disney and being down there? I was working at ESPN down there at the time, an affiliate. And it was because I wanted to put my name on the door in my hometown. And there's nothing, to me, there's nothing better than Central New York because we know blue collar. We know great. We go through six months of snow. We know what it's like to be cold and uncomfortable, and you know, and, and to live in this. I mean, you got to make it here. You have to. You have to pave your own way here. Nobody's going to make it for you. So why connect to the high school sports and the community here? Because these guys and and the women that we've had here as well, they represent my city, my town, my county, my area. So I want to build you guys up because I want you to make this generation a good generation, the next one a good generation. I want at least some of you to stay here and build families here and make this a continual good community. You know, we're here at the Wildcat not because the Wildcat was the first one to say yes. We're here with the Wildcat because they care about the community. I like working with West Genesee because for the past three years plus, I've been treated like family. So why support you guys? Because you support us. You know, you support what I do and and I believe that you're doing good things out there, and it makes me happy to see that when we do a show like this, and the camera can't see it right now, but I'll take a video and share it, I ask you guys to be up here. There's two guys up here. There's going to be two more. 
but there's a sea of supporters and the team that are here just to be there for each other. This is why I care about my community, because my community shows up. So, can you give yourselves a round of applause again, because you guys deserve it. And with that being said, Jacob Kopak, Billy Fisher, Frank Calabufo have ended this portion. Coach is going to be back with us. we got two more players coming up, two other captains. Well, you've been an awesome sport. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Jacob. Thank you, Appreciate it. And we'll be back in just a moment on Facebook Live. This is a wake-up call. Fast break. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. All right, we are back here from the Wildcat Sports Pub, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York, right here with you with West Genesee Athletics every single month, proudly brought to you by Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We're here with Drew Schneid as well as Max Hahn and head coach Frank Calabufo. I'm your host, Dan Tortora. And when I ask for it this time, I'm going to get a video because I talk about how awesome the support is, but I have to show it now. So go ahead and give yourselves a round of applause right now. Show some love. There it is. All these... <laughs> and that was was that Billy that just screamed that out Billy okay so now I'm automatically offended by how quiet he was up here and then he screams that so is he alright Drew is he, a, is he a big fan of yours Billy a big fan of yours are we missing something here he's my biggest fan he's your biggest fan okay why would you say that why is he your biggest fan he uh he always supports me no matter what no matter what do you support him yes what do you like? What do you like most about Billy Fisher? Uh, um, he's always nice to me. And <laughs> he's always nice. And he's funny too sometimes. And he's funny sometimes. I did ask the guys in the up here who was the funniest person on the team. Who would you say? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with uh, Dylan too. Dylan as well. Why did you choose Dylan? Dylan's still in the same spot right there. We can see him. There he is. Why is Dylan the funniest? Um, just the way he is. He's always happy. He's always um, he's always jolly. Always jolly. <laughs> All right, Max. If Dylan is the funniest, and would you agree with that? I would say so. Okay. So if he's the funniest. Who's the most serious on the team? Uh, I'd probably have to say Colton Ronner. Always trying to get work done. Always trying to get work done. Oh, yeah. Is he is he bringing schoolwork to the ring? Is that what you're saying? Uh, 
Yes, and then he's always getting uh, like getting paid outside of uh, school and hockey, doing lawns and uh, shoveling. Okay, so he's he's got his nice little side business of mowing some lawns and all that. Okay, fair enough. I see. I see that you have a mustache going. I see some other guys have a mustache going. Is this a is this a thing for you guys as you extend your season? Is is this part of some type of no shave February? How what are we doing with this? Uh, well, during the whole season in general, we're not allowed to shave our heads, but during sectionals, we don't shave our faces either. Okay. I, well, this has been about two months, but... <laughs> two months. Okay. I believe that that grows on my face in about three hours. If I shaved it off, it would be back. So, do you like having the mustache? Uh, well, in school, I usually get multiple comments about how it's uh, dirt above my no- below my nose. Okay. So, the comments are not what I enjoy, but I enjoy the, the looks of it. Okay. Who has the best mustache currently on the team right now? Uh, definitely Alex Sanders. Got the whole beard going. Yeah, he's got a beard going. So how how old is that? Is he is he thirty? Is he thirty two? How old are, how old are you, sir? Eighteen. He's got the he's got the full when did you can can we bring you over here for a second? Can we show the camera? <laughs> so when when did you start growing facial hair? Were you were you was this straight out of the womb, five years old? When did when did that start? Well, I'm Italian, so same. Yeah, yeah. So you started growing facial hair at four years old, probably, yeah, it's right? It's a curse. Yeah. So when when did you decide to to keep it all? Um. Well, when it stopped being super patchy. I guess. Super patchy. Yeah. So now, is there anything you're gonna do with it? You're gonna full beard and goatee? What are you um, gonna do? Well, if we went sectionals, you know, we do the mullets. I'll probably uh, either. Just a mustache, maybe some mutton chops, something like that. Mutton chops. Okay, fair enough. What would the team like to see? A straight up mustache, shave all the rest, or mutton chops? Mutton chops. Fu Manchu, we got for us. Maybe uh, Doctor Strange. You know that movie? I do know about. Yeah. I feel like that would look pretty. Thinking about doing the Doctor Strange? Yeah. Fair enough. I like it. See, this is what happens when you're Italian. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming over here and hanging out with us. So. Do you want Do you want him to share some of his facial hair with you? Uh, <laughs> I, I like that. You both would like that. I think he has enough to donate to you all, and then you'd all be good. So, Max, i got to ask you about Coach. What are some words to describe Coach Kyle Bufo, in your opinion? Uh, usually uh, um, tells me to do something. I get it done. Okay. I don't ask questions. I just do it. Coach, is that a fair assessment when you ask him to do something? Max gets it done. Absolutely, Max is. Uh, Max is, is, if not the toughest kid on the team, one of the one of the toughest kids on the team. He's, uh, you know, he's going to go out there and, and block shots, and he's gonna, he's he's the epitome of a blue collar hockey player. He's going to go out there and give you everything he has every shift, no matter what. And since you described Max, I asked you to do the same for Drew. What are some words on Drew? You know, I, honestly, Drew's like the Drew's like the heartbeat of this team. I think, um, and, I, and I think they would agree with me. Um, Drew, Drew, he like Jake had described Drew as having a, a big hockey IQ, and he absolutely does. Drew's a bright kid. I mean, he's an unbelievable student to, to, in the classroom. Um, but there's so much to Drew Schneid, like, 
Like we run our summer camp, and I have parents asking if he can work with the littlest group, the youngest group, and he's, you know, teaching kids how to skate that are like three years old. You know, and Drew has comes from a big family, um, the oldest of six. You know, and you can see it in him: mature kid, uh, passionate kid. Um, again, he's the, he's the heartbeat of this team. Like I, I can't say enough good things about Drew Schneid. Drew, what is your response to those words from Coach? Says that you are the heartbeat of the team. I guess just thank you. I mean, I don't know how to really answer that. Do you, do you get a sense for that? Do you feel that you do have an effect on the team as a whole? Um, I like to think of myself as someone who, if I set an example, people follow it. So, yeah. I, I guess, yes, to your question. So you feel like if you set an example, people will follow it. How, how have you established that type of leadership or the trust that these guys have in you that if you're setting an example they're going to follow that um kind of what max does i just go out there i do what coach says and i don't like ask questions either just do what he says how would you describe coach you heard him describe you as the heartbeat of the team how would you describe coach uh coach is a very smart individual he's um he sees things which many of us do not see and sometimes the things he says don't make sense at all yeah. but you just gotta trust you gotta trust that he knows what he's talking about and he always does coach do you, do you feel like sometimes that's how they treat you that it doesn't make sense at first but eventually with that trust it will yeah i, I again like i i you know i've had these conversations with, with them individually you know like things that i'll say like like they'll say we we you know can we try this or what can we do you know can we there's a lot of ways to play the game and i'm kind of looking at our collective skill set and what at the end of the day is going to give us the best chance to win and so sometimes when we say this is what we need you to do it may not make sense at first and it may be something that they haven't seen before um it's probably something that who we're going to play hasn't seen before you know um, so to Drew's point, yeah, there are times when I'm talking and I know they're like, what is he, why, why, what, what is he talking about? But I also know that they believe in, in the program and they believe in each other and I, and I think they believe in the coaching staff. And so they know at the end of the day, while we're not perfect, we're, we're committed to giving them the best chance to win and I think that's where the trust and the buy-in comes in. Drew, would you, would you say that, that, there is a lot of faith in the coaching staff from you and the rest of the players? Yes, I would say that. And what is, that was a very Billy Fisher answer. <laughs> so what makes you believe in this coaching staff? Um, well, I've had Coach Calbufo as a coach my entire life, and so I guess it's just the years of experience I have with him. The years of experience? Yeah. What are the best things about him as a coach? Um... He always get when he gets on you. It's never like he gets on you, but it's never personal. He always just wants to try and make you a, the best person you can be. Max, how would you describe coach's 
way of getting through? Do you feel like there's trust in the coaching staff? Do you feel like even if you don't understand it at first, that it has paid off? Yeah, I would say so. Usually, if uh, I don't understand, he'll tell us again, and he'll it'll get on you by it, but it's because he knows uh, that you can do better and do more for the team. Why are you guys playing your best hockey right now as you step into the biggest part of your season? In your opinion, why are you playing the best hockey at this moment? Uh, I think kids on the team are now like getting into the, know the roles of what they want on the team and getting the work done. Did you feel any frustration at the beginning of the year that's maybe paid off at this point? Um, I would say after the skinny Atlas game, losing one nothing that was kind of tough, but uh, keeping a close game was pretty good for us. Drew, what can you say about if you feel this is this is the best part of the season so far as far as how you guys have been playing? Is that accurate to say in your opinion? Uh, yes. What is it about the team that's playing well right now? What did you need to go through this year to get to this point? Well, I think um, we just need experience. We have a pretty young team, I'd say, compared at least compared to past years. And I think a lot of the people just um, don't, like, they need to know how to play in these kind of moments that we have to play in. You're a captain. This season has a lot of meaning for you. You know that there's another chapter coming down the road. How are you handling that? Well, I'm excited and kind of sad at the same time. Like, I'm excited to see where it takes us, but I'm sad because I don't want to end. How do you balance between the two of being excited with one more run, but then knowing in the back of your mind that things are going to change for you? Well, I, I try not to think of the sad part most of the time. I try to just stay focused and try and stay like positive all the time and control what we can. Because you can't control that the season's going to end. It's just going to happen. Being a captain for you, to be named that and to have that opportunity, what does that mean to you? Uh, it was it was an honor. I've always um, wanted to be a captain of the high school team since I was a kid. I always looked up to them and it's been a very fun time. Max, being a captain as well, two-part question for you going off of what Drew said. What does it mean for you to be a captain, and how are you balancing the emotions this year? Uh, being a captain means everything. I, I didn't expect to be a captain this year. Uh, um, balancing the emotions uh, with, uh, with the season, it's a bittersweet moment. Uh, getting to the end, maybe state championship is good, but last game of the year, bad. We'll see. So you guys are all fighting for each other, obviously, and fighting to get to the end of the line, but no matter what, there is that last moment. Do you feel even more on your shoulders or even more in your mind or in your heart this year to make it last as long as it possibly can? Uh, yeah, with recent years, we've come off short to Syracuse and Beeville. Hopefully this year we make it even far- farther because uh, this team's special and it's my senior year, so hopefully get go farther. Coach, before we get into rapid fire, what has made you, I mean, you've, you've coached this team and spent so many years trying to build and mold young minds and help them on the ice but off the ice as well. What keeps you coming back 
What gets you excited and energized each year to represent West Genesee? Well, I mean, I think first and foremost, you know, I mean, once you, you know, once you, once you put on a pair of skates, I mean, it's just a passion for the game. You know, it's a, it's the greatest game in the world, um, at least in, I think, our collective opinions, um, and to be able to. To be able to have the opportunity to keep coming back to the to the rink is a privilege, um, and then to to be able to you know that moment when when the when these guys come into the office like whenever it was their freshman year their sophomore year some of them their junior year maybe it was just this year there's like for one of these guys it was his senior year. And, and to say, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You, you made the team. You're a part of it. You know what I mean? And, and, to, and these are kids that have grown up, you know, in, in the youth program, watching the kids before them. And I guess I'm just, I just feel privileged to be able to be the one that gets to just kind of shepherd this program for, for another year. The West Genesee way, Max, what does it mean to you? Uh, it's all about culture. Sticking with coach's plan and just riding it till the end. Drew, what would you say the West Genesee way is? Uh, I would say it's hard work and dedication. Okay, fair enough. So we're jumping in rapid fire. A couple questions for each of you before we finish up here at the Wildcat Sports Pub, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. Wake up call with Dan Tortora here every single month with West Genesee, this month with the hockey team. Drew, I'm going to start with you. What is one song that you've heard that you wish was never created? I'm going to have to say uh, Waving Flag. Okay. <laughs> Why? Uh, I mean, it was a good song at first, but it's been too overplayed. Overplayed, okay. All right, Max, what's one TV show you've promised yourself you will never watch? The Bachelor. All right, fair enough. I like that. All right, Coach, if you were on a reality show of any of the ones that exist, The Bachelor, Survivor, Big Brother, 